Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Thank you for joining me tonight. I plan to broadcast until 7 p.m. Thank you. You may be seated, especially if you're trying to drive an automobile. You may be seated. Relax. But I want you to have a good time. If we've never met, I'm the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And I'm sure happy to have everyone with us. Again, we'll broadcast till 7 p.m. tonight, live online and live on air. All dog talk shows are podcasted and can be heard on the 610 CKTB website. So you can go 610CKTB.com and you can listen to past episodes of the Dog Talk radio show at your leisure. Isn't that great? Dog Talk is brought to you by the Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. That's Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. We are also brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital. And we are brought to you by the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center located on Bunting Road in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Also, we are brought to you by Invisible Fence of Niagara. And those are the Dog Talk Radio Show sponsors. As always, we are being taken care of by our great technical producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. On today's program, I'm going to give away a custom-made, custom-made, not med, custom-made dog bed. Compliments of Best Way Bedding. So you've heard of Best Way Bedding. Many of you have purchased mattresses and beds there. They custom make dog beds and they embroider your dog's name on the mattress. Uh, Absolutely gorgeous. So comfortable. Every dog deserves a good night's sleep, just like yourself. So listeners will have a chance to win a free custom made dog bed of your size. Okay, you get to choose the size. If you have a small dog, medium, large, extra large, you just say it and uh, Best Way Bedding is going to custom make your dog's bed for you. All right, so that's what we're giving away, free custom-made dog bed. We're also going to be giving away a $25 gift card to Lupo's Little Italian Italy right here in the city of Niagara Falls. And uh, that's going to be fun, too. That's going to be a, a kind of a trivia question for that one. So that'll be fun. That'll be coming up. We're going to talk about canine nutrition on the program with uh, Dr. Jean Dodds. And uh, we're going to be talking uh, with her. She's a veterinarian and a canine nutritionist. We're also going to speak with Leslie Benchina, who is from the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. It's in you to give. We've all heard that slogan before. Well, it's in your dog to give. Right. If a dog ever got into a car accident or your dog ever lost a lot of blood in surgery, your dog would need blood. So there is a place called the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. And uh, that's where your dog would get blood from if your dog needs blood. So uh, there's a donor clinic coming up in the Niagara region of Ontario. Leslie Benchina is going to tell us all about the Canadian Animal Blood Bank and the donor clinic that's coming to uh, the Niagara region. Lots to talk about on the program. Uh, let's go to Dr. Jean Dodds if she is with us and if we can hear her on the microphone. Dr. Jean Dodds, are you there? Hello, Dr. Jean? 
Can you hear me okay? Are you able to hear me? Dr. Jean? Oh, no, she's not there. I cannot hear Dr. Jean. Dr. Jean, are you there? It's Dave McMahon from Dog Talk. I think she's going to call. She's going to call or Greg will call. Producer Greg will call her and we'll get her on. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with more dog talk. But I do want to let you know we're going to be doing the prize giveaway right now. Tenth caller wins. The tenth caller wins. You be the tenth caller and you win the free custom made dog bed. Compliments the best way betting. Call now. 905-688-2582-905-688-2582. You be the 10th caller, you win the free custom-made dog bed compliments of Best Way Bedding. I'm Dave McMahon. We're coming back with more dog talk right after this. What did I do? We're dealing with the closure of the westbound Thoroughstone Tunnel till around 1030 tonight for some emergency repairs. That in turn is causing a backup westbound Glendale at the Welland Canals Parkway. New minor issue on the QE Niagara Mount on Mississauga Road, stall in the right lane. Toronto Mount QEW wide open. 403 westbound delays at the link. Link and the Red Hill look good. Rest of the major highways moving well and problem free. Make the right call in your drive and the right call in your bets. Play on points bet. Download the points bet app. Must be 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Ontario only. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CK. DB time saver traffic next in 15 minutes. Taking a look at the forecast, it'll be cloudy with flurries tonight. Our low minus 8, the wind chill minus 14 overnight. Tomorrow, we can expect a mix of sun and cloud, a high minus 5. Wednesday, sunny and minus 4. Thursday, it'll be mainly sunny with a high of 0. Looking ahead to Friday, a mix of sun and clouds, some flurries, and very cold, a high of minus 11. I'm Robin Foley for News Talk 610 CKTB. Prevent colds and flu this winter and soothe yourself with natural remedies from HealthWise in the Seaway Mall. I'm Julie Beaver. I'll help guide you through the right cold and flu treatments. And tune in with me Saturdays at noon to HealthWise on 610 CKTB. Why do so many pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable with financing for qualifying clients. Call today to book your new patient exam. Visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. February is National Cat Health Month, and to help keep your kitty as happy and healthy as can be, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is offering 15% off senior assessments for cats. If your senior cat has slowed down, is reluctant to jump up onto furniture or use the stairs, take advantage of this great offer and save 15% all this month. Call Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 to book your appointment today. That's 289-362-5900. Pet Food Outlet is kicking off the new year with incredible savings. The prices are so low, the competition is howling. 
Find your dog's winter gear with their huge selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, and dog coat sizing to fit any dog. Guaranteed. It's also the place for pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, reflective collars, and more. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Certainly happy that you could be here with us. Contest time, your chance to win the custom-made dog bed. Compliments of Best Way Bedding right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Let's go to Chris in Fawn Hill. Hi, Chris. It's Dave McMahon from Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing awesome. What would you say if I said that you're the 10th caller and that you just won a custom-made dog bed? Yay! I never win anything. All right. Right on. Congratulations, Chris. You just won the free custom-made dog bed compliments of Best Way Bedding on Scott Street in the Garden City of St. Catharines. What dog, what lucky dog is going to have the pleasure of sleeping on this custom-made dog bed? My little schnauzer, Sadie. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, Sadie's going to have a comfortable sleep. Please stay on the line so that my producer, Greg Campagna, can take your phone number and information, and we're going to explain to you how you're going to get your prize. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Congratulations. And you are the 10th caller. You won the custom-made dog bed. Compliments of Best Way Bedding. I love it. That's great. Always feels good to give things away. Yes. Dr. Jean Dodds, is she on the line yet? Dr. Jean, can you hear us? She needs to call the radio station so we can finish the interview that way. Dr. Jean Dodds is a veterinarian, canine nutritionist, and she says she wants to share some truth with us about the grain-free diets for dogs and things of that nature. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we're going to do another contest because I'm in a giveaway stuff, giveaway free stuff kind of mood. Your chance to win $25 gift card to Lupo's Italian Italy in the city of Niagara Falls. Are you ready? $25 gift card to Lupo's Little Italian Italy in Niagara Falls. Now, you want to win this? Check it out. There's a popular TV show, popular TV series called Hudson and Rex. You ever heard it? You ever, you ever watched it? I think it's a great show. It's about a detective. Hudson and Rex. Now, here's the question. What breed of dog is Rex? What breed of dog is Rex on the popular TV show, Hudson and Rex, where uh, Hudson is a detective and he has a dog named Rex. Call us now at 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. You get the right answer you win the $25 gift card to Lupo's Little Italian Italy in Niagara Falls. Question again, 
there's a popular TV show. It's called Hudson and Rex. He's the detective. He's got a dog. What breed of dog is Rex? Call now, 905-688-2582. This is Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. We're coming right back on 610 CKTV. When you have to trek out in the snow, you protect yourself with boots, coats, scarves, and the like. Why not give your vehicle that same protection with WeatherTech Digital Fit Floor Liners? WeatherTech Floor Liners perfectly contour your specific vehicle, keeping melting ice and snow off your carpets and your feet. And the laser-measured cargo liner offers the same custom fit and protection, but for your trunk and cargo area. Visit the WeatherTech Retail Showroom on Walker's Line in Burlington, just north of the QEW. Shop online at weathertech.ca. If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, the food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 6, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. For Philadelphia's Missing Persons Unit, when someone is taken, every second counts. We will get your baby back. Scott Kahn stars in an all-new episode of Alert, tonight at 9, only on CTV. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Glad you could be here with us tonight. We are giving away the $25 gift card. That'll be available right up until 7 p.m. From Lupo's Little Italian Italy, there is a popular TV show called Hudson and Rex. What breed of dog is Rex? If you know, you have to call us 905-688-2582. It's in you to give. That's what they say. And we're talking about blood. You've heard that slogan before, it's in you to give. Well, Canadian Animal Blood Bank needs your dog's blood. With us now is Leslie Benchina from the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. How are you, Leslie? Hi, Dave. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. Uh, Happy New Year to you, by the way. Happy New Year to you as well. And welcome back to the Dog Talk Show. Thanks for having me again. It looks like you have swapped spots with Dr. Dodds as she's having technical difficulties on her end. So I'm certainly glad you could be here. No problem. For those that don't know, can you give us a little background history on when the Canadian Animal Blood Bank was first launched? 
Yeah, so um, the Canadian Animal Blood Bank is a registered uh, not-for-profit charity uh, that started about 25 years ago. Um, basically, what we do is we provide Canadian veterinarians um, with quality blood products for them to use on their patients when um, the, the circumstance, you know, requires them to use blood product. Yeah, and how many dogs are donating per year, would you say? Oh, that all depends. So um, it all, it really, I, I don't know an exact number for you, Dave. Yeah, but I don't want an exact really, number, but more than what? What would you say? Oh, definitely. So it all depends on how many clinics that we're running per month. Yeah. And um, we run clinics throughout pretty much all of Canada. Um, we have clinics that are in BC, out west. Our head office is um, out west. Um, we have some in Ottawa area, Whitby area, and then I'm in Niagara, GTA area. So it all really depends on how many um, host clinics that we can get to host us for a blood donor clinic, um, and as well how many do donor dogs we can recruit. So one of the big things is is just word of mouth, trying to get our name out there, that we're out there, that we do need more um, volunteer donors. Um, we're always, always, always looking for volunteer donors. Um, and hopefully some of your listeners have dogs that will meet our criteria. Can you talk a little bit about that criteria? Uh, yes. For our listeners now, if anyone is considering possibly taking their dog to donate blood. Absolutely. So we take dogs um, to start within our program between the years of one and eight years of age. Um, they have to be basically in good general health as determined by their family veterinarians. Um, up to date on vaccines or um, some of our breeders, which we love having our breeders come. Um, they do the titers and we accept those as well. Um, and so basically a, just a docile temperament, um, easy to handle at the vet's office and just we need um, owners who are able to bring them in. So we're always looking for big dogs. Um, the bigger, the better. They have to be 55 pounds or more um, or 25 kilograms, whatever works for everybody. But that's that's our weight range. Um, just because the amount of blood that we do take, we have to make it safe for our um, donor dogs. Yeah. And so you're looking for 55 pounds and up. Mm -hmm. And when is the next clinic? And where is the next clinic? So the next clinic in Niagara is on February the 11th. It's at Morgan Animal Hospital, which we're happy to have as a brand new host clinic um, in Niagara. So um, we're at Morgan Animal Hospital and it's our very first one there. So hopefully there's going to be a lot more to come. Um, but we definitely, we run clinics. We've had a clinic at Hartzell Animal Hospital. We've also had a clinic at, uh, we usually run our clinics at Niagara Veterinary Emergency Clinic and also Dunville, um, out in Dunville. So we're hoping and hoping and hoping to get more. And the more donors that I have registered, then the more incentive it is for clinics to host us. Now we've been fortunate enough to have you as a guest in the past on the Dog Talk program. And I, I'm happy that you're able to join us again. Um, of course, we're acquiring new listeners all the time, which is nice. Yeah. And there are some new listeners that haven't heard all the information that you've shared with us in the past, such as maybe you could tell us about exactly where you mm -hmm. are taking the dog's blood from. Of course, you're taking it from the dog's body, but specifically where on the body do you draw the blood from? 
Absolutely. So um, for all those, we have a great website. So if people want to go to our website, it's CanadianAnimalBloodBank.ca um, and they can get a lot of information. We have a facts section that goes over all of that things. And we also have videos for people to watch of what an actual blood donation um, entails uh, because people have a lot of questions about it. Um, but typically what we do is the appointments are about half an hour in length, but the actual donation process is about five minutes or under. Um, and we we take the blood from the jugular vein. So it's a large vein because it's really, we can't rationalize with our dogs and say, okay, you need to lay perfectly yeah. still for this amount of time. So we use the jugular um, and they're laying on a table. They're getting lots of love and attention. Um, there's no, um, there's nothing to be worried about. There's, we don't force dogs. If, if a dog, if an owner signs up a dog and they think they're the best dog in the world and they come to us and they don't want any part of it, we never force them. We want it to be a pleasant experience. There's lots of treats and snuggles involved um, and, and things like that. So um, we try to make it the best experience possible. And now that um, some of the COVID restrictions are being lifted, our owners are able to be a part of our appointments. So they get to see how brave their dogs really are um, and see what it actually entails so that they hopefully will tell their friends, sign their dogs up too. Well, that's great. And the temperature of the blood. So when you take that blood, it's got to go into cold storage to some degree. Yeah, <laughs> so intended. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So what we do is, so once we've um, taken our unit of blood, um, then uh, usually during the clinic, we'll put it in the in a refrigerator in a cold place to keep it um, to keep it at the temperature that it's necessary. Then we send it off to uh, wherever it's going to be processed, whether that be head office or another location that we use. Um, and then once it's processed from there, depending on the products that they do make, so one unit can actually potentially save three dogs or or make three different types of products from that one unit um so it's not just it's not just one unit's going to help one dog potentially they could help a, a, a few dogs with that um and yeah so once it's processed it gets put into storage that wherever it needs to go so some things need to be cold some things need to be frozen um and then we ship it off to vets when they they um call us or send in a, a, you know, a request for a product, we send it off to them. Can you give me some examples of when dogs are going to require blood? Of course, in emergency situations, when a dog is in an accident yeah. and loses blood, but I know you can give us a far bigger spectrum than that, Leslie. Right. So a lot of people assume, you know, blood, they're going to require it with a traumatic injury or like you said, surgery, if they lose a lot of blood, things like that. But what a lot of people don't realize is dogs require blood just like people do. So for cancer treatments, um, a lot of dogs that have like, um, you know, uh, different types of cancers may require blood transfusions as well. Um, there's a lot of autoimmune diseases that just spontaneously happen that um, make the, the dog anemic and that they require um, blood product. So it's one of those things that a lot of people don't think about. Um, and family veterinarians don't really have those conversations with people um, to, to let them know that, you know, down the road, your dog might need this, because um, nobody ever wants to think of that. So a lot of people will realize that we're a thing when their pet actually requires blood product and they wonder where are they going to get that product? Like, where do we get it from? Well, the answer is they get it from us. So 
Um, you know, it's one of those things that a lot of people don't realize. Um, and a lot of pet owners, if you, if you ask a pet owners, do you, you know, do you think that your dog will ever need a blood transfusion? They're just going to be confused because nobody ever even thinks that that happens. But a lot of the same illnesses that people get that require blood dogs and cats get too. Yeah. Now someone wanted me to ask you, Yes. Um, is there a certain type of dog where a certain type of blood would be required or is the compatibility of dog blood compatible with all dogs? That's a great question. So um, yes, there are two different kinds. There's two different, well, there's a, a bunch of different blood types, but the two that we test for that are going to create potentially a reaction in the, in the recipient dog. Um, so there's the DEA1 negative, and that is actually a universal um, blood type, just like our O negatives with people. And then there's DEA1 positive. So there's some breeds that are actually really specific to having uh, the DEA1 negative, which is the universal um, blood type. Um, so things like uh, greyhounds. Greyhounds are great dogs because they're big, but 99% of them are all that universal donor. Uh, German shepherds are um, like, you know, our bulldog breeds, things like that um, are typically, we'll see them on the universal side. Our website has all this different information about what kind of breeds are predisposed to having that. That being said, we do get the odd golden retriever that's a universal and we call those our unicorns. So um, we're always happy to take any kind of dog whether they're a positive or a negative because that blood will get used yeah very good very good we're going to take a short break we'll come back with leslie benchina i'm dave mcmahon you're listening to dog talk on 610 cktv We're dealing with the closure of the westbound Thoroughstone Tunnel for some emergency repairs. That's going to last to about 1030 tonight. That in turn causing delays westbound Glendale at the Welling Canals Parkway. QEW wide open in both directions. Rest of the major highways surrounding St. Catharines and the Niagara region. Very quiet problem free tonight. Take on life and greater luxury with the all new Infinity QX60. Visit your local retailer or infinity.ca today. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKDB. Time saver traffic. Taking a look at the forecast, it'll be cloudy with flurries tonight. Our low minus 8, the wind chill minus 14 overnight. Tomorrow, we can expect a mix of sun and cloud, a high minus 5. Wednesday, sunny and minus 4. Thursday, it'll be mainly sunny with a high of 0. Looking ahead to Friday, a mix of sun and clouds, some flurries, and very cold, a high of minus 11. I'm Robin Foley for News Talk 610 CKTB. February is National Cat Health Month, and to help keep your kitty as happy and healthy as can be, Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is offering 15% off senior assessments for cats. If your senior cat has slowed down, is reluctant to jump up onto furniture or use the stairs, take advantage of this great offer and save 15% all this month. Call Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 to book your appointment today. That's 289-362-5900. Pet Food Outlet is kicking off the new year with incredible savings. The prices are so low, the competition is howling. Find your dog's winter gear with their huge selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, and dog coat sizing to fit any dog. Guaranteed. It's also the place for pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, reflective collars, and more. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. 
This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Dave McMahon here, talking with Leslie Bencina from the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. Leslie, you've got that clinic coming to Niagara Falls. One more time, the date, the time, and also if you can give your website so that people can get in contact. Absolutely. So we are having a clinic on February the 11th at Morgan Animal Hospital. Um, And for people who want information on how to register their dogs, they can go to our website, which is CanadianAnimalBloodBank.ca, or they can send me personally an email at Niagara at CanadianAnimalBloodBank.ca, and I'll be happy to give them the information that they need to get their dog registered. And I am absolutely tickled pink that you're going to be coming to the Dave McMahon Dog Academy to chat with some of our apprentices and instructors and widen their perspective on the whole blood bank for animals. It's going to be great. Absolutely. I'm excited to hopefully get them to spread the word about us. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Leslie. You take care. Have yourself a doggone good night. You too. Thank you so much. See you soon. Canadian Animal Blood Bank, Leslie Benchina. Uh, I do believe Dr. Jean Dodds is with us on the telephone. Are you there, Dr. Jean Dodds? I am. I've been here the whole time. I don't know what happened with our being able to get together. I can tell you what happened. The per, My technical producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, was not able to hear your voice at all on the video uh, oh. interview aspect of things. So he, we could see you on video, mm-hmm. but we could not get any volume on your voice. That's weird. Yeah, so, so you know, not to point the finger uh, at you, but uh, we couldn't get you. Sorry. Well, we couldn't <laughs> but anyway, hear you either. Yeah, <laughs> so we're glad that you're here now, and uh, welcome yep. to Dog Talk. You are a veterinarian, a canine nutritionist. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Dodds, what is the latest truth? The only nonprofit large blood bank that supplies bloods to all of America. So we're just like the live stream people you talk to. Yeah, yeah. No, she was great to Leslie. And she's yes, been on the program nice. and, before. And we're Hemopet, H-E-M-O-P-E-T. Exactly. Dr. Dodds, let me ask you, what's the latest truth about the grain-free diets that everybody's going on about? Oh, you know what? That is such a absolute mess. You cannot believe it. The <laughs> original thing in 2018 was based on a comment that um, a veterinarian on the East Coast believed that there was some relationship between dilated cardiomyopathy in animals and the diets that, that had no grains in them. And that was only a possibility. And the FDA ran with that without any documentation. And then about two months later, a veterinarian from a veterinary school on the West Coast happened to say, who reads Golden Retrievers, said he believed that golden retrievers that ate a grain-free diet could get dilated cardiomyopathy. Now, the problem with that, Dave, and I'll be quite blunt about it, is the East Coast group was funded by Nestle Purina. The West Coast group is funded by Colgate, Palmolive, and Hills. So the problem is you have two huge dog pet food manufacturers commenting about the boutique companies that were trying to get into the market space and produce foods that were grain-free. 
Now, remember, the dog is not a carnivore. The dog is an obligate omnivore, which means the dog does not have to eat meat to thrive. Cats typically are still carnivorous, although some people now believe they can make balanced pet foods for cats that do not contain meat or fish. But the dog can do perfectly well on a plant-based food. The problem with the dilated cardiomyopathy, which, by the way, now has since been totally debunked. There have been several very good publications that have come out throughout the world showing that dogs thrive and live normally without heart failure um, on uh, grain-free diets. And, in fact, the FDA has now said that this is multifactorial. They do not have any idea what all the factors are involved, but they're trying to do more studies and that some families have a history of heart disease, and that that obviously is a genetic predisposition. But it has nothing to do with the grain-free diet issue. It's multifactorial. In fact, the FDA recently, on the VET LIRN network, studied 176 dogs, some with histories of dilated cardiomyopathy, and an equal number without. And they measured taurine which is the amino acid has been implicated as being deficient in these diets. 51 of the 176 dogs had low taurine levels. 38 had normal levels, and 27 had high levels. So, in fact, 65 of the dogs that were studied by the FDA had normal or high levels of taurine in their blood and plasma, and only 51 were low. So, in fact, it's, it's basically, what can I say, a crapshoot. There was no difference one way or the other. And yeah. so we now know that this is a multifactorial problem. And unfortunately, what the FDA did was they had 524 reported cases out of millions and millions of pets fed foods. They then listed by just frequency the number of reports, and 16 of them had the companies that made the foods were listed by the FDA. The public immediately assumed that those foods were causing dilated cardiomyopathy and they stopped buying them. This was a huge litigious issue. And so the fact of the matter is we do not know all the factors that cause um, heart disease in the dog and dilated cardiomyopathy specifically. Let me ask you this. There's a lot of clients of mine at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy that are feeding a raw dog food diet to their dogs what is your personal opinion on feeding raw dog food diet to a dog? Raw diets are the best diets to feed if they're properly balanced and the meat is healthy, okay? Because it's not processed. When you take food and you make it into a kibble, for example, which is highly processed and highly heated, you break down the molecules of the protein and the proteins and amino acids and other ingredients change. The raw diet is the best one. The problem is that in the raw diets are those animals that become food for pets and people, by the way, are they fed grains or are they fed grass? Is it grass-fed versus grain-fed? And we all believe that grass-fed is safer because the grain-fed pet food diets often contain corn, for example, and cornstarch that is GMO, genetically modified, and sprayed with uh, crop sprays like glyphosate, which is Roundup. None of us want to feed food to our beloved pets that contain chemicals like that in the flesh that we're feeding. Yeah, good point. 
Let me ask you about the oral medications. Uh, do these oral medications, including the, uh, the, uh, the probiotics, affect the gut? How does this affect the dog's gut, okay, well, these oral yeah, medications? First of all, the most important thing about the gut is the microbiome, the organisms, bacteria, viruses, fungi, parasites that live in the bowel of people and animals. Do you know, Dave, that there's 200 more times more genes involved in the microbiome than they're in the entire genomic body of a person or an animal. Well, I do now. The problem is that some of these microbiome organisms are beneficial and some are harmful. The harmful ones, if they overgrow in the bowel, can affect the whole body's health, including the brain. And so when we use... um, things that affect the microbiome in an adverse way, like toxic chemicals, like some of the newer flea and tick and heartworm preventives, for example, they affect the brain. And when they affect the brain, they get into the brain, they block the fat availability in the brain, and they can't get out. They stay there forever. So that's why we're so concerned about the health of the microbiome, and we want to improve the beneficial bacteria with prebiotics and probiotics together to help them overcome the harmful microbes that live in our bowels. Yeah, good to know. What about the pets with the food sensitivity and the intolerances? So many dogs with allergies? Yes, now there's a different, that's a very good question. First of all, allergy is a hypersensitivity and it's quite rare. Pets are not like the child that's born, God forbid, with a strawberry allergy or a peanut allergy, right? Pets very rarely have acute hypersensitivities. Some do, but rarely. And that's measured by a different antibody in the blood and in the tissues, IgE, immunoglobulin E specifically, or IgD, immunoglobulin D. Food sensitivity and intolerance, however, is much more common, just like we know gluten intolerance has become so common, especially in women after the age 35. Gluten intoler- You can buy gluten-free foods everywhere now. We can yeah. cook with gluten-free. I became gluten-free at age 60. I was never gluten-free until age 60, okay? So, and we don't, we're vegetarians. So we don't eat meat. We don't eat fish. We eat only a gluten-free diet. So what happens then is... We need to make sure that the supplements and everything we have are not causing a problem. And so probiotics, prebiotics together, which are called symbiotics, by the way, the combination, are beneficial to the beneficial bacteria and viruses and parasites and fungi in the human and animal bowel. Okay. (laughs) Very, very good information. It's amazing, huh? Yeah, no, it's amazing. Your wealth of information on the spectrum of canine nutrition. Can you talk to us about what the puppy nutritional requirements would be versus adolescence and then into the senior years? Sure. The actual requirements of puppies or even kittens are exactly the same as an adult animal. They just have to have more of it. Because they're still growing, they need more energy and more calories to grow than that same puppy would be as an adult, for example. And as they're geriatrics, they need less, of course, because they're not changing and growing their metabolism. So the 
part of the problems with obesity in pets, which is just as prevalent as it is in people, is that we're feeding older animals the same amount of food and calories as we did when they were young, more active adults. That's why they get obese. Now, the other thing is food intolerances and sensitivities change as people and pets age. So in other words, you could tolerate a particular food when, when the pet was four or five, but when that pet is 12, it may longer, longer, no longer be able to do that because there's too much protein, too much carbohydrate, or too much fat for that animal's bowel to live optimally. And so people and pets change as they age. Like I said, I became gluten intolerant at age 60. Obviously, as I got older, my body was changing. And what I yeah. could tolerate and what I needed to continue to be healthy and please God live a long time changed. I wanted to ask you about bones for dogs because I believe that when the bone is cooked, of course, it's more apt to splinter. So splinter, the raw absolutely. bones, raw bones, bones are be not safer. safe. Yes, you need to have crushed yeah. bone or raw bone. Yeah, raw so, or for crushed. For example, a, a, a chicken neck or a turkey neck or something. Now, the problem is if the pet is really tiny, that small bone could still get cluswise, cl- right? and block the ability of that pet to breathe and they could, God forbid, die. So again, raw bones, like chicken wings, for example. Chicken's a pro-inflammatory hot food in Chinese medicine. So generally, we don't recommend that for animals that have any bowel problems. Even though people give chicken and rice when an animal's got diarrhea, chicken's a pro-inflammatory food. And foods are classified for us and for animals as hot, neutral, and cool. So if you've got a bowel problem, you want a neutral or a cool food, like grass-fed beef, for example, like pork, like rabbit. Okay, rabbit's not very fatty. So rabbit food would be very good for an animal who needs to lose weight. How do you feel about the nutritional value of venison being used as a training treat for dogs? I don't think that's a good idea at all. Venison, elk, and deer are pro-inflammatory hot foods like chicken. They're considered hot. By the way, lamb is a warm food. Mutton, old sheep, which we feed in Canada and and other countries, but not so much in America, is a hot food. So if you're going to feed lamb, it should be grass-fed. Watch in the wintertime because there usually isn't any grass in certain parts of the country to feed them. Um, You you don't want to feed mutton. Okay, very good. At the Dog Training Academy... Many of our clients will use certain treats for training, such as the following. Chopped up cheddar cheese in moderation, chicken wieners chopped up in moderation, or fried beef liver in moderation. What is your professional opinion on these treats or these uh, foods being used as treats in moderation? I just wouldn't use chicken. I would use turkey instead. Turkey is high in tryptophan. It's a calming food. It's good for training. I just try to stay away from chicken, even though it's ubiquitous and it's less expensive. Try to do that. And the liver is fine as long as the animal's healthy. Because remember, liver, like the kidney, is a detox organism, right? Organ. And so it can have chemicals and other things in it that it's trying to detoxify. So we just need to be a little bit more careful with that. And how about the dairy in moderation? Little pieces of cheddar cheese? For training treats? is fine in moderation. It, it, onions are not to be fed, right? 
Garlic in moderation, like cheese in moderation, there's nothing wrong with dairy. Now, if your animal has a cow milk sensitivity, you can feed sheep milk or goat milk. Goat milk would be excellent in that situation. In fact, goat milk is healthier than, than sheep milk, sheep dairy, goat dairy, like goat yogurt, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the coconut oil being used as a supplement and put on kibble or being put into the raw food diet. What are your thoughts on the coconut oil for dogs? Any benefit to that? Coconut oil is very good, and it's very good for cognitive uh, dysfunction and for memory and the aging. The problem with coconut is it's too fatty. So the problem with it is if we feed lots of coconut, coconut oil, coconut milk, whatever, the animal's going to get diarrhea. So what you have to do is increase, introduce it slowly, and if they don't have diarrhea, then you can increase it more. Coconut oil yeah. is excellent. Elderly people and elderly pets should have coconut oil for their cognitive function and their memory. Because if I make some liver treats for my dogs for training, I'm talking about frying it in a pan. Sometimes we'll use a little, my wife or I will use a little coconut oil to fry the liver treats. That's fine. You know, no yeah. problem as long as they don't have diarrhea. If yeah, they have exactly. diarrhea, it's too fatty for them. So if your dog was 15, it's going to tolerate less fat than if the dog was four. Yeah. Now, how about the old fogies from years ago that swore by putting a little bacon fat on the dog's kibble, you know, would improve skin and coat? <laughs> well, of course. But, you know, the problem with bacon isn't, isn't the pork. The bacon is all the stuff that they cure it with, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Dr. Dobbs, how can our listeners reach you for further questions? Okay. Um, Our website is www.hemopet.org. And when you go on the uh, headings, you'll see um, our blogs. We have a blog on a whole bunch of different topics, including nutrition, which you can read on the top. You just open it, and everything is free. Um, uh, The email is info, I-N-F-O, at hemopet.org. And you can learn also about our blood bank and all of the diagnostic tests we do and the salivary test we do, which is patented for food intolerance and sensitivity. It's called Nutriscan, www.nutriscan.org. Very good. And I really appreciate all of the knowledge that you have shed on the Dog Talk Show tonight. And I'm certainly going to tell my apprentices and trainers that they should be using a little bit of turkey breast rather than the chicken training treats. Yes, without the skin. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly, without the skin. Good and healthy turkey breast. Thank you, Dr. Gene Dodds, for joining us on Dog Talk. Have yourself a doggone great night. Shall do. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to the listeners. We love you all. Thank you. Talk soon. Well, how time flies. Thank you to my producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, for taking great care of us, as he always does. Thank you to Leslie Benchina from the Canadian Animal Blood Bank. And I wanted to mention that I have dog obedience classes starting Tuesday, February 7th at 8 p.m. I have another dog obedience course starting Wednesday, February 15th at 7 p.m. And I have another course that starts on Saturday, February 25th at 12.30 p.m. So for more information on dog obedience training with me, Dave McMahon, go to my website, davemcmahon.ca. 
That's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N dot C-A. Hope you all have a doggone great night. See you later and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.